Welcome to track number 15 of Bima. Receiving the people God sends into our lives. Can't compare. Worthy, worthy. I know that God is worthy. Worthy, worthy. I know that God is worthy. Worthy. 
Yes, Lord. I know that God is anointing me. Anointing me. Anointing me. I know that God is anointing He's me. He's promoting me. Promoting me. Promoting me. Promoting me. I know that God is promoting me. Promoting me. Promoting me, I know that God is promoting me. Stabilizing me, stabilizing me, stabilizing me, stabilizing me. I know that God is stabilizing me, stabilizing me, stabilizing me. I know that God is stabilizing me, enriching me, enriching me. Enriching me, enriching me. I know that God is enriching me, enriching me, enriching me. I know that God is enriching me. He's favoring me, favoring me. Come on, I feel the favor. Yes, Lord, favoring me. I know that God is favoring me. He's favoring me. He's favoring me. I know that God is favoring me. He's calling me. He's calling me. Calling me. He's calling me. Come on. He's calling me. I know that God is calling me. He's calling me. He's calling me. I know that God is. He's choosing me now. Few are chosen. Few are chosen. But I feel that I'm being chosen. Come on. He's choosing me. I know that God is choosing me. He's choosing me. He's choosing me. I know that God is choosing me. He's sending me now. Sending me. He's sending me. He's sending me. I know that God is sending me. He's sending me. He's sending me. Come on now. I know that God is sending me. He's helping me now. He's helping me. He's helping me. He's helping me. I know that God is helping me. He's helping me. He's helping me. I know that God is. He's rewarding me. Rewarding me. Rewarding me. Rewarding me. I know that God is rewarding me. Rewarding me. Rewarding me. I know that God is rewarding. He's crowning me. He's crowning me. Do you see it? I said I see him crowning you. I know that God is crowning me. He's crowning me. He's crowning me. I know that God is crowning me. He's opening my eyes. He's opening my eyes. He's opening my eyes. He's opening my eyes. I know that God is opening my eyes. 
sofre mais Que sofre mais I know that God is sofre mais He's anointing me He's anointing me I feel it Anointing me He's rubbing me Anointing me Come on I know that God is anointing me Come on Anointing me Oh yes Anointing Come me Come on I know that God is anointing me Lift your hand and give the Lord a shout of praise. Anointing me, Lord. I want you to anoint me, Lord. I'm going with a new anointing, Lord. Not less than a hundred members, Lord. I feel your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your new anointing, Lord. Thank you for anointing me, Lord. Thank you for sending me, Lord. Thank you for choosing me, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Mando Kamaloba. He's choosing me now. He's choosing me. Come on. I see you being chosen. Many are called. You are chosen. Yes. You are one of the few that is chosen. Choose him. Choose him, Lord. Choose us, Lord. Choose us, Lord. He's choosing me. I know that God is choosing me. Choosing me. He's choosing me. He's choosing me. He's helping me. I know that God is helping me. He's helping me. Lifting me. He's lifting me. I know that God is lifting me. I feel a lift. Lift a lift. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. I know that God is. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. I know that God is. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. Come on. Do you feel a lift? I feel a lift. I feel a lift today. I feel a lift. Get a lot of shout of praise. I know that God is. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. I feel a lift. I know that God is. I feel a lift. I feel His power. I feel His power. I feel His power. I feel His power. I know that God is. I feel His power. I know that God is I feel Give the Lord a shout of praise Hallelujah Do you believe in such things? I say 100 members and 12 disciples Nothing less Dwarf spirits are aborted and broken in the name of Jesus I break the spirit of dwarfism and mysticism in the church in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 21. You are there? You are there? Verse 33. Here another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it round about and digged a wine press in it and built a tower. And led it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. And when the time of the fruit drew near, he said unto his servant. Now, 
immediately after this session all those who are not pastoring churches and you're also not elders who have been sent to start churches you come to the side here we're going to have a meeting and um, we are going to start to allocate certain places to you amen I remember when Kweku uh, was going to well Kweku was in the church here I remember when we were sending him to Milton Keynes almost as though something bad was happening do, do you remember and uh, Auntie Nana where is she you know uh huh She's like, you have been in the church for all these years. She, until then, I was the first person to take offering in this church. When there were five of us, she was raising funds and people were not responding. You get what I'm saying? It was like, when we're sending, it was like, we're sending, something bad was happening for us to be sending them away. How many remember that? that, that do you remember? Do you remember that? Yeah. And it's like, one felt, felt bad. But today, the church is working. So at times, you have had over 100 people. Is that not so? Milton Keys Church. You know, I think that we, even though every time the Lord blesses, even whenever somebody fresh is being said, it's almost like a bad thing. We have to grow out of that thing. And we have to start having confidence that, look, this thing is going to work. Amen. And that it's a blessing at the end of the day. And you will never learn some of the things you need to learn by staying around. Quick, do you think you could have learned the things you learned by hanging around here? Huh? Have you learned a lot since you went? I went, I've really appreciated you and Reverend I. I have. Yeah, um, one day I was talking to Pastor Paul and I was telling him that you, you have done something to us that we never know until we go out and then we can really see what you have put into us. Amen. It's a good testimony. So I, I really want us to trust God and all of you, I'm telling you, who are uh, at a certain level the spirit of dwarf is gone. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Mutia. Spirit is broken. <laughs> Azizan spirit. <laughs> Azizan spirit is broken. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Notice. Here another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it round about. And dig the wine press and build a tower. Huh? A wine press and a tower. And he led it out to husbandmen and went to a far country. When the time of the fruit drew near, amen, amen. he sent his servants to the husbandmen that they might receive the fruits of it. And the husbandmen took his servants and did what? Beat one. <laughs> and then, number two, they killed another. Uh, or what did they do? They beat one. They killed another. And they stoned another. Everybody say beat one. Beat one. Kill another. Kill and stone another. Stone another. Say it again. Beat one. Beat one. Kill, another, kill another. And stone another. Stone another. Is it not unfortunate? <laughs> Notice. And again he sent other servants more than the first. And they did unto them likewise. But last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. But when the husbandman saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Let us kill him and let us seize on his inheritance. And they caught him and cast him out of the vineyard and slew him. And when the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto these husbandmen? Amen. 
They say unto him, He will miserably destroy those wicked men, and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him the fruits in their season. Jesus saith unto them, Did he never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in his eyes. Therefore I say unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. Amen. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. And whosoever shall fall on it will grind him into powder. And when the chief priests heard and Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he spake of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude because they took him for a prophet. Amen. Amen. Now, this is a very important lesson. It is speaking of, what do you call it, people who are sent to you. Amen. Amen. How many have read the final quest? How many have not read it? How many have not read it? You should read it, please. Huh? Get a copy and read it, please. It's good for you to read other books apart from what I have written. Amen. You will be blessed. It's okay. You will be blessed. Now, in that book, you'll see the story where he met uh, a man who was a senior to him in the ministry and the guy was very loving to him and everything he came and talked with him and spoke to him in a certain way are you there and uh, at a point are you there at a point he said to him uh, that you know he was supposed to have listened to this man and been one of his sons and so on and the man also said yes I was supposed to have been a father to you but when you came the way I treated you and so on. Do you remember that story? Yes. Yeah. Now, this is the same story in the Bible. You see, all these things, they are given sometimes by a prophet so that it sort of helps you to see. That's why God gives us apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, you know, to help us to edify and to open our eyes and to help us to see some of these things clear. This is the same story that... You are there and you are in the vineyard. They built a tower, a vineyard, and they have put you there. And that is his church. You know, and God sends different people, one after another, into your life to minister to you. You get it? And what do they do? Beat one, kill another, stone another. You get it? And one after the other, we often do not receive the messengers God sends to our lives. Amen. Sometimes we see them, we recognize them, but we do not receive them for what they are, as what they are to you. You see, like one time, somebody was calling me boss. And I said, I don't enjoy when you call me my boss because your boss is somebody you can fight against and I'm not a boss to you you get it you must know the relationship that you have with me with Pastor Richard with whoever and you must receive the person in the capacity that he is sent do you know that there are people when I, when I meet them they treat me as you know let's say an old classmate that's all and that is what they receive 
if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet or as a prophet then is when you receive the prophet's reward if you are going to have the prophet's ministry and the prophet's blessing you have to receive it as that you, you can't receive it as something else you have to receive a prophet in the name of a prophet or as a prophet then you get the prophet's reward you know I know what you've always thought that verse means is that um, if you what, what is it if you receive a but what does it say if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet you know then you receive a prophet's reward you see so you can know somebody in a certain way if my wife receives me as a husband she will get a husband's reward if she receives me as a pastor she get a pastor's reward if she receives me as her spiritual father she will get a father's reward you get it she has different options because she's my wife you get what I'm saying if you see me as a senior brother you get a senior brother's reward if you see me as a father you get a father's reward if you see me as a pastor you get a pastor's reward now everybody that God sends to you brother it is a special blessing and you must receive these blessings do you know recently I had a special revelation from the Lord I was reading my Bible when I had this special revelation and I read about Mary Magdalene seeing Jesus in the garden and suddenly the Lord told me something that has changed my life he said to me Mary Magdalene saw me because of you and for you and I thought about it Mary Magdalene saw Jesus for me for all of us I didn't understand I said Lord what does it mean and the Lord showed me that what Mary Magdalene saw you see not everybody could be at that particular point in that garden on that day at that time you understand she was there so she saw for us and came to tell us I have often wondered why did Jesus not appear to everybody you understand when he rose from the dead why does he not appear to us if he was to appear to us to you to me do you know what he would have to do he would have to appear every year to a different group of people to prove that he's risen from the dead all through these thousands of years he would have had to be appearing everywhere he has to go to libya he has to go to japan he has to go all over to appear everywhere and he cannot do that even just five years after Jesus died and rose from the dead he would have had to be appearing in Jerusalem appearing here appearing in Ghana appear all over the world wherever he's preached about to prove that he has all you have to be brought back in time for that day to see it is not possible so one or two people will see and they will tell us and we will either receive it and believe it or not because that's the only way it can be it's as simple as that not more than the people who saw Jesus Christ from the dead could practically see him he couldn't appear to everybody he will not appear to everybody so then the Lord told me that he has given certain people 
visions and dreams for my benefit and i realized one of the people that he had given a vision and dream and so that so that dream is also for me but only that he is either unfortunate or unfortunate for him the person who is the vessel who has seen that and whose duty it is to come and say that message uh, it's not my problem it's not my look at that's not my job my job is to hear and see that vision now god jesus appeared to kenneth hagin many times spoke to him and taught him things about the ministry but he taught him those things about the ministry for me because it couldn't appear to me and thousands of us so he appeared to him for for me so the vision he appeared to kenneth hagin with is also my vision and i'm fully taking it he took rejoinder because he can't take all of us on this excursion you get what i'm saying he has to appear to one person or two people bishop dangawila also says he's now gone to heaven you get it so whoever it is who has received this revelation or whatever it's your duty you get it to go and share it so when you receive these things your life changes but when they send a messenger to you and you reject it you get it you miss out on great blessings so when you get to heaven there are going to be some questions that are going to be asked is that you I brought you this book. Some of you keep talking about the final quest. Read it. Some of you didn't, you don't read it. When you get to them, they say, I sent Regina into your life through whatever. I sent this person into your life through whatever. You did not. I sent this person into your life. You did not receive it. I sent this pastor into your life. You did not receive it. And what did you do with them? You beat one. You, stole, you killed another. You stoned another. You reject. And your life is quite different. As soon as you respect and receive God's messenger for your life, your life changes. Say amen. amen. Many of you have received me into your lives as a messenger. You didn't stone me. And you didn't beat me. And that's how come you are where you are today. But if you had rejected me, as many have rejected me, you get it, you will not be here today. And some of you rejected me initially and then later you accepted me. Amen. And God is going to judge all of us for the people that He sent to us that He did not, that we did not flow with and receive in the way we have to receive them and relate with them in the way we have to relate with them. For some of you, even though I am there, Pastor Richard has to be sent to your life. Yeah, even though you relate with me, you have to relate with Pastor Richard because even if you know how to relate with somebody you have to know how to relate with somebody else who has been delegated uh-huh. and when you can relate with a delegated person you really in truth cannot also relate with the original sender that's the fact you get it so God sends somebody then he sends a delegated person also to train you in how to relate with delegated people and when you can't flow with the delegated one then you are not it's not working the ministry is not working for you because you can't flow with the delegated person many people have flopped he sent one then god sent another and when the another one came we didn't flow then we lost out and you see god has notice so he said then after he sent these three he sent other servants it still was not working then he sent his son you see so in your life there are going to be several messengers look i will say something that probably kenneth hagen 
right, and also Fred Price, but more Kenneth Hagen, was somebody sent into my life who I received in a way which had propelled me into the ministry up to a point. But that was not the end. God had other servants whom He had planned to send into my life. I believe one of them is Rick Joyner. And he sent him into my life. Would I also receive that? Because I've received one servant. It does not mean I should not receive the other. And I receive it. And I enjoy it. My bag is full of rejoiner tapes and books. And I'm always studying. All these things I'm preaching. You see what I'm preaching is? I'm preaching his, his, uh, his vision from the Bible. Because the, the white throne judgment is the judgment. But I'm preaching it from the Bible because I haven't had it in the vision. I keep referring to his the past yeah, I keep referring to the vision. You get it. But actually I'm just preaching what he didn't he didn't mention any verse in the Bible. Just what this is the vision I've had. It's up to you, whatever you want to do with it. He said that didn't he was not trying to teach anything. I'm teaching you that vision in scriptures. <laughs> or oh, you've not noticed, you see, until I tell you. Yeah, you wouldn't see it easily. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, you can easily not see it. I'm teaching you the vision in scriptures. <laughs> Amen. This is the Bima. And I'm calling it Bima. You will not know where it comes from. Because it's not anywhere. But you see, there's a source. And as I keep that's why I have it. As I keep soaking it and soaking it, it it it, it forms a revelation within me and I see it in the Bible. I see it and God shows me many things. That's why I say that sometimes you have a book and you don't really receive. That's why some of you, you have my books, my tapes, but it hasn't, you have not received it in a way that you should receive it. And therefore it doesn't benefit you. That's why it benefits some people more. You see somebody that like, he's got the book, I've read it, but I'm reading it again. I'm reading. When did I start reading this book on Rejoiner? Huh? You must have heard me talking about it for some years now. And I'm still benefiting from it. I'm benefiting from it. I'm benefiting. And I'm receiving and it's propelling me to another level of, of, of type of ministry. You get what I'm saying? But the things I'm sharing with you are now prophetic in nature. Although I may not say that says the Lord, but it's more of not that these are seven things you should do. Twenty-five ways of this. Four steps to this. Seven steps to make this easier. How to pray longer. How to the seven steps to do this. That those are just teaching. Anointing. Now this is what God's mind is about. That's why God told you that you are a draft. If you would like to be annoyed, be annoyed. But if you will be humble. You will repent and say, Lord, I'm breaking out of draft spirit. Now, that is just a prophetic thing. If you can, prophetic is God's opinion. He says, I will not do anything. I said, I, said, I reveal it to my friends, the prophets. So your friend usually knows what you think. If you are my friend, you know my opinion about something. You know that when Bishop hears this, this is what he think about it. This is what he thinks. Because you are my friend. You know what I think. You know my opinion. You know my answer. You know my feeling. You understand because you are my friend and if you are if you are a prophet you are a friend of god so you know his opinion you know his feeling and sometimes god's opinion and his feeling are hard but if you hear it early you can correct yourself if we judge ourselves we will not be judged what verse is that first corinthians 11 31 if we judge ourselves we will not be judged if we should judge ourselves we would not be judged You are there. You are there. He sent one. They stoned him. He sent another. They beat him. He sent another. They killed him. 
How many of God's servants have you thrown away? Yeah. When God has sent people into your lives, God sends people into your lives. Sometimes God sends a brother to talk to you, a sister to talk to you, a friend to talk to you. God sent a sister to, to minister to me how to have my quiet time and to lead me. She led me to Christian, she led me to action. That's my first regard. She led me to uh, the first Christian program that I've ever been to. She led me to quiet time. She taught me, she sat me down. Me, this was a messenger of God for me for a particular day. I'm sending this young lady to go and show this young boy what it what it's about. Simple. And that's why if you look carefully in your life, you you find out that God sent somebody to your life at a point. Then after that, He sent another person. After that, He sent another person. After that, He sent another person. And who is He sending into your life? And sometimes He sends a soul to your life to throw javelin at you, spears. And to see whether you also take arrow, bow and arrow, and shoot back, and finish your everything in that one step. He sends Nabals to your life to see whether you will attack. Then he sends Abigail to give you advice. Remember Nabal, the fool, the foolish husband. He sent Nabal. Then when he was about to do the wrong thing, he sent Abigail. Abigail was a messenger of God and she told Abigail, blessed be your advice. Blessed be your advice. Blessed be your advice. Sometimes ladies, God sends another mature lady who has been through what you have been through into your life. You don't take advantage of it. You make yourself far. And you make yourself distant. But God sends people into your life to bless you. To help you. Amen. Amen. To take you to the next level. Of life of ministry, can I have an amen? amen? Father, thank you for all the people that you sent to us. May we not stone them, Lord. May we not beat them, Lord. May we not throw them away. Listen, there are some people are sent to you through television. Oh, yeah, some people are sent to you through books, some people are sent to you. Sometimes your wife is sent to you. Some of you, if it were not for your wife, you would not be correct. There's one brother, he, he says to me, it's my wife who introduced me to you. He said, it's my wife who brought me to this church. It's my wife who showed me. It's my wife, it's my wife who brought me. And I, and I say to him, your wife is a messenger sent from God to bring you. Hold your hand. Come, let's go. Sometimes your wife who will speak to you and say, humble yourself. It's because of pride that you are not receiving from this person. Let's go. Let's be humble. And let's go. Your wife is a messenger from God to help you to get into the straight and narrow way. May your wife or whoever it is God has sent you as a wife or a partner be a messenger for good. Amen. And not a messenger for evil. Amen. Do you understand? You must recognize them. And don't fight and stone and resist and kill. Chris, as your, is your wife a messenger? Is she, has she been a messenger to you? What do you how, how, why do you think so? She's propelled you. How did she propel you? By encouragement. She's been encouraging you. No, I'm not, you don't have to say that because I'm asking, but in reality, that's the truth. 
Do you think you 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 would not be if it were not for her or what? Gone as fast I am now. Good. Is there anybody here whose wife has uh, has been a messenger? You, you, you feel your wife has been a messenger? Because she brought me to Lighthouse. She told me she's seen a church. If she's taking me on a Tuesday evening, if I don't like it, then she doesn't know me well. <laughs> that was in nineteen ninety or so. Yeah. Said, your wife brought you here. Yeah. You see now. A messenger. Is there anybody else whose wife has been a messenger? Ah, so tell me what is what what what, has, what do your wife do? She went to the lighthouse website and found that there was a church in Milton Kings and said we should go. So that's how we got to Milton Kings Church. Easy. So she said you should come. And meanwhile, I've invited you before and you didn't come. <laughs> So come and tell me how many different people have invited you to be in Lighthouse. Okay, chronological order. <laughs> Reverend Saki. Um nineteen eighty um I think eighty seven, I think. Eighty eight maybe, yeah. Then you either the same year or the next year at a wedding then Reverend Saki again (laughs) (laughs) then Reverend Godwill Um, this must have been 93 from university but this was in Tema. He said I should come to church. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. So I ended up not coming. Then Lady Pastor Henrietta Olin Sneezy nineteen ninety one. I won't come. I won't come. <laughs> then, no, I think that was it. Then, last year, my wife said, <laughs> There's a lighthouse in Mutu Kings. Let's go. I realized that I needed something that I didn't have after <laughs> <Power. Yeah>. <laughs> <Cast> <laughs> house. He's a doctor from Kolebu. Yeah. After searching for what? Money, Money power, <laughs> media, car, visa, degree, degrees. Visa. <laughs> <laughs>
So you see, God sends people to you. God sends people to you. God sends one. No. Another. No. Another. No. And but you see, God is patient. God is patient. That's why He keeps sending. But He gets to a place where He doesn't. It's, it's the last person has come. The last person has come and has gone. That it gets there. And when that time comes, then it's like it's over. You understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that is how it is. Sometimes, like I have been coming here. Thank you, my brother. I, I've been coming to London. I've been coming. He sent his servant. Sometimes the same person keeps coming back. Same person comes back. When he comes and you you speak certain things, it's like mm. you see, like Daniel said yesterday, we have heard this message before. We have heard it several times. And you see, the reason why you may even say you've heard it several times is not even that it's the same message because I haven't really preached this before. You get it? But you are hearing the same thing which you haven't done. So, you, you are hearing it again because you know the area that you haven't yielded to. So, any message at all, it comes to the same place. <laughs> Forgive, Lord. <laughs> I was stoned yesterday, I tell you. I was beaten last year and I was stoned this year. And so God sends people. He sends, in fact, now I have come to respect people. People who are sent to your life. Real human beings. I tell you, when you see the person standing like, like a mulliganous, foolish person, don't, you know, don't, don't, don't take it for granted. Think from today, everybody you meet, Ask yourself, could this be one of the people who has been sent into my life? For what purpose? I say, everybody, no matter how much you love me and you are so nice with me and whatever, if you cannot flow with Pastor Richard, you can't flow with me at all. Here. <laughs> you see, and once he is here, so I, 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 I you, it is something that is just like God sends a man of God to a city and you can't flow with his messenger, but you want to flow with God, but not with his servant. I mean, Jesus said, believe in God, believe also in me. He said, believe in God, you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, you prosper. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. He that receiveth him that I have sent, receiveth him that sent him. You see, so that is one of the tests of the ministry and of life, is how you receive the people that are sent to you. Sometimes God will send somebody to rebuke you and to shout at you. To rebuke you. Some of us need rebuking. We need shouting. We need shake up. You need somebody to say, Listen to me. Listen to me. Sit up. Sit up. You need somebody to say, Behave yourself. But sometimes when they come, we, we stone them. We refuse them. We reject them. We are annoyed with them. We mark them. We, we, we say no to whatever they are saying. Ladies and gentlemen, let us be careful. Let us be careful. Everyone who is sent, carefully assess. Carefully. I say, one of the people that I sent to is your spouse. Yeah. My wife has been sent to me. 
Everything that my wife presents to me, to me, is from God. Yeah. The things I like, the things I don't like, all are sent from God. They are all part of the package God has sent to me. And I have to receive it. Woman, Nana, stand up. Your husband has also been sent to you. Everything that is coming through him is a message coming from God and a messenger from God to your life. Even the authority over you, the control, because you see, you need to respond to control for us to see. Come and he cometh. Go and he go. Ah, you say you won't come. Okay. So we are seeing you are failing. No? You are failing with the, the, test, the test that is coming. You are rejecting it. No. Authority over you. You need it. You need it. Some of you say you are Christians. You are. You love God. You love. You need to have a spouse, and then we see that you are loving. Then we, we, we it's sent to you to to bring out abilities to love. It's brought to you. It's a messenger. Oh, you don't appreciate all that. Some, some field uh, marshals, some field sketches are coming on now. It's sent. It's sent to bring out those things and to, 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 to pull out certain aspects. It's part of God's blessing. You say you are a man of God. At Bishop Idahosa said, he was told, I think he told Bishop that if after you marry, you are anointed, then you are called. <laughs> this is what he told him. <laughs> then you are called. Let's see. All of you young ladies, oh, we really love the Lord. I'm this bishop. I want to be a missionary. Lord, bishop, why would you send me to? Okay, no problem. No problem. Marry and let's see. You see people who you say that you are, you want to preach, you want to do the work of God, and in your house, your husband is starving. He can't get food to eat. He can't get sex to have. He's, 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 he's struggling in the house. He's struggling to have even comfort. To have, to have the softness that a wife is supposed to provide. The, the comfort. He doesn't have comfort in his house. He's struggling. And you say you are a powerful, anointed preacher. You are coming to preach to us. Your mouth preaching. <laughs> Instead of receiving the messenger, you are praying that your husband will die. <laughs> you see, that's why I said he sent one and they killed him. <laughs> he sent another and they stoned him. Lord, let something happen. I was standing with one friend of mine. He said to me, This year. Something will happen. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I'm telling you seriously. He said, just yeah, something will happen. And I knew what he was talking about. Because we're talking about, you know, death and so on. He said, this year, something will happen. <laughs> He sent you one and you, you beat him. You stole another and you killed another. 
I was talking to one couple I said listen have you been hoping that she will die who was quiet yes pastor (laughs) (laughs) the messenger that has been sent to you you are praying that the person will die his wife was sitting there so I asked the wife have you been hoping praying that he would die yes pastor (laughs) I said you see now both of you are messengers to each other so I told her I said look he cannot easily die he may have fever waist pains knee pains bodily pains coughing but to die behind very difficult it's not easy to die you can't just die it's a very difficult thing for a human being to die he is not going to die he is a messenger sent from God (laughs) I said he is a messenger sent from God to bring out you see the people you see Paul said this is one thing that I desire what was Paul's aim? You know, after you've served God for some time, you wonder what's the aim of a, a man of God who has achieved everything. You know, what's the aim of people who are high up in the Lord? I mean, what, what, what are they? Because you look and say, Lord, if I have 100 members, I've achieved. Lord, if I have 20 disciples, I've achieved something. So, what is the aim as you grow higher in the Lord? Look with me, Philippians chapter 3. How marvelous your mercy how glorious your grace mm. notice notice you are there you are there verse 7 by what things were gained by what things were gained to me those I counted but lost for Christ Yet doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but down that I may win Christ. And notice so, he's now coming to talk about his aims. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness which is of the law. This I want to be found in him, not having my own righteousness. But that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God, by faith. Look who oh, he's t- saying his aims who. Oh. Verse 10, that I may know him. You see, when it gets to a place, your aim is to know him. Amen. And the power of his resurrection. Eh? And what else? The fellowship of his sufferings. In other words, I want to also partake of the experiences that my master experienced so that I can fellowship with him and relate with him. Because I'm saying, like for instance, if you want to relate with me at a certain level, at a point, if you are not full time in the ministry, there are a lot of things even I can't discuss with you. You don't know about. You, you don't really know. And you, will, you can't know. I'm telling you. It's, it's like another world. It's another field. The fellowship of his sufferings. And being made conformable unto his death. Amen. If by any means I may attain unto the resurrection of the dead being made conformable unto his death amen are you there notice not as though I had already attained attained, or either were already perfect but I follow after 
that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count myself not to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind, reaching forth unto those things that are before, I press for toward the mark for the price of the high calling. Amen. Now notice. He says that I may know him. The power of his resurrection. The fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. You see, you have to conform to his death. What was his death? A death of obedience. Oh, no, that's no. A death of obedience. Humility. Righteousness. Forgiveness. Character was tested. You see, this is the aim of Paul to be conformed. So, as you grow higher in the Lord, your aim is to be conformed to His image, to be to be conformed to His death. That at the point of death, you are like your Savior. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, as you grow in the Lord, you, your aim will not even be 100 members and 200 members. But, you see, Paul, Paul was not saying that, um, that I may have 2,000 churches. And that 300 members may do this. And that 400 uh, churches will do this. And that this will happen. And that the whole of Asia will be filled with churches. No, he said that I may know him. I may know who he is. And I may know the power of his resurrection I may experience the fellowship of sufferings that we, we can relate you see when I talk to you I can relate with you because you are also a pastor but there is a point at which you, you, I can't relate with you but now that we are all in the ministry I can relate with you now Alfred if you become a pastor and you start doing the pastoral work I will be able to fellowship with you more than just the keyboard if for instance in the medical school you know that medical students become very close because of the sufferings they are all experienced. Others don't experience. Those art students who are learning philosophy, English, Spanish, and other easy subjects. You get what I'm saying? History and so on. But those doing medicine, they are squeezed. And so they are, they are close. They are close family. You get it? Because of the fellowship of sufferings. Amen. Amen. You are there? Yes. Yeah. Being made conformable. God wants you to conform. And that's why he's sending you different messages. Messengers. Even messengers of Satan. Huh? Mercy, Lord. Look at first, Second Corinthians. You are there. I'm talking about the messengers that God sends you. I said different pastors. Then I said spouses, types of messengers, spouses. Hmm? They are all sent. Then authorities, delegated authorities, another group of messengers that are sent. Different types of messengers. The one he beat, one he received, one he beat, one he stoned. Amen. Different, different, different messengers are sent. You are there. 
pastors, television pastors, hmm? delegated authorities, spouses, now messengers of Satan. Amen. Messengers of Satan. These are different. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.